You're listening to the Be a Better Lawyer podcast with Dina Cataldo, episode 187. So how do high achieving lawyers break through generations of being taught that we have to grind ourselves into the ground to get results for clients, build a successful business and create a life we love? While law schools are busy teaching the rule of law, they're slacking on teaching us how to be a better human to create for ourselves the success we thought we'd achieve after law school. This podcast bridges the gap between law school and life. Hello there. How are you today? I hope you are enjoying your holidays. I have decided that a new Christmas Eve ritual will be for me to go to a museum. (laughs) There's an Impressionist exhibit in Sacramento right now that was fabulous. And I'm a total art nerd who will spend days in museums when I travel. It's something that I started to love when I took an art history class in high school. And I even briefly considered becoming an art history professor. Art is one of the aspects of my personal ecosystem that helps me thrive, whether it's going to a museum or playing with paints or sketching or just walking into an art store. It's just something about it that I'm really attracted to and I love learning about and experiencing and seeing all the fine detail and looking at the masters really work. And I want you to know that you have your own personal ecosystem and it has needs and what it needs to survive is pretty basic food water shelter what it needs to thrive is a different story the reason i decided to coach lawyers is because i wanted to help lawyers move from survive mentality to thrive mentality and for a lot of years i was stuck in survive mentality I was stressed out, I never seemed to have enough time, and I couldn't work hard enough or long enough hours to catch up. My ecosystem was completely out of balance, so it's no surprise when I look back on those days. I wasn't eating well, I wasn't exercising much at all, and I wasn't giving myself time to even think about what I wanted, much less act on it. Humans thrive when our personal ecosystem is in harmony. To do that, we must address what's happening with the whole human and find out what it wants. Then we need to give those things to ourselves. When we do, we are a different person. We feel more in control because we are in reactivity mode. We notice what we're feeling and what we're thinking. We take this way of being through our whole day whether we're at our office or we're at home. A lot of lawyers want to separate work from personal life. It doesn't work that way. What's happening in our practice impacts our personal life and vice versa. It should be that way. We're humans and not machines. We may have been good at compartmentalizing work and personal, but it doesn't mean that they're not impacting one another. We just don't see it. Snippy with your partner, ask yourself how you felt about your day at the office. Snippy with your employee, what happened over breakfast at home? This is just one example, one way that we've become disconnected from the natural flow of life. Most of us don't live in the woods and forage for our own food, so it's understandable that we'd be a bit disconnected, right? We were raised in and we take part in a society that disconnects us from the natural rhythms of our body and what we need emotionally and physically. 
This is a process of conditioning that we need to recognize so that we can cultivate a thrive mentality wherever we are. We weren't meant to only see life in billable hours and books of business. When clients first start working with me to get their time under control, they don't always realize how much of the thrive mentality work they're going to do on themselves. And when we start working on reconnecting them with themselves, a lot of them can't name the feelings in their body when they have them. That's really normal for lawyers who have spent years ignoring their feelings so they can work later. They ignore their desire to sleep eat healthy foods and exercise and even go to the bathroom so that they can get one more task done. I didn't allow myself, like I didn't even ask myself how I felt until I started consciously just asking myself what I needed in the moment, whether it was a walk around the block, a few deep breaths, or to say no to something I didn't want. I really had to work at this. Like I really had to start taking note of how I felt and then giving myself what I wanted. It was a practice that I needed to do over and over again, and you can do it too. And when you do, you're going to start noticing shifts. We have chosen a profession that does not encourage feeling emotions. It's very much a suck it up and get back to work mentality instead of a thrive mentality. And I would argue that most professions are like that in our society. A thrive mentality does not deny any feeling. It doesn't deny any part of our humanness. It doesn't deny ourselves bathroom breaks. I, I hear this sometimes from my clients. I'm like, go to the bathroom. You were seriously. In a thrive mentality, we feel every feeling and we give ourselves what we need instead of numbing out with work alcohol, online shopping, or whatever your, you know, numbing out thing of choice is, watching Netflix. In a thrive mentality, we notice when something is out of harmony and we really take notice. In a thrive mentality, we're kind to ourselves and recognize that we're humans and not machines. If we deny our humanness, then what's the point of living? Is it money, the prestige of a title, a fancy office, the adulation of others? I used to think it was all those things. All of those are external measurements of validation that many of us, including me, have used to tell ourselves that we must be thriving, we must be doing well, instead of asking ourselves what we need. Once we have all of those external measures, it's never enough. We keep wanting more because the hole we're feeling is that denial of our human ecosystem and what it needs to thrive. We haven't connected with the human and are being driven by what society has told us is important to measure as success. When we achieve it, a lot of us step back and ask, is that it? Then we think, if that's all there is to life, let me just suck it up and get back to work. Let me tell you a story that illustrates the importance of living in harmony with our personal ecosystem. In 1994, wolves were reintroduced to Yellowstone National Park from Canada because the natural ecosystem was out of harmony. Elk and deer overpopulated the area and they overindulged in the cottonwood trees that protected the waterways and gave rodents shelter. When the wolves were restored, they kept the elk and the deer populations in check. More than that, they restored the natural ecosystem unique to that landscape. Cottonwood trees grew back, reinforcing the waterways and shading the water, making it cool enough for trout to return and grow larger. Remnants of wolf kills allowed scavengers like bears to come back. Rodents like rabbits had shelter and nourishment and an 
In, in turn, they provided nourishment for the endangered birds of prey. It only took one element to be removed from the natural ecosystem to ravage the whole. Our personal ecosystems are no different. Each of us require all of our unique elements in our human ecosystem to be present to thrive. If you have children, your wish isn't that they merely survive. Your wish for them is that they thrive. You know instinctively this requires love, care, attention, time to explore their interests, also known as play, in addition to the nourishment they get from food and shelter. I invite you to ask yourself if there's anything you have been denying yourself that prevents you from thriving. When I asked myself this, I discovered that I was missing play. I craved it, but I didn't give myself time for it. I didn't give myself permission to do it. Walking my dog, playing guitar, painting, traveling, my morning rituals, and even starting a business that helped people were all elements of my personal ecosystem that I needed to thrive. These were some of the unique elements of my ecosystem that helped me And it all happened because I didn't deny myself. Like I saw what I wanted and I didn't tell myself no. I didn't say I didn't have time for it. I told myself I was going to figure it out. So if you recognize that you are denying yourself things because you don't have enough time, because you just don't have space for it right now, I want to challenge you to question all of those thoughts. I want to challenge you to begin asking yourself, how can I make it happen? What am I willing to let go of so that I can thrive? Because we cannot help others the way that we want to help them if we are not helping ourselves first. Now, here's a little practice that you can do to start getting into the habit of recognizing what you need. Check in periodically in your day and ask yourself how you're feeling to start integrating this practice. Take a breath and start by asking how you feel. Then ask yourself what you need. Then give it to yourself. It's important that we continue to pay attention to what we need and reconnect with our body throughout the day. Okay, This is something that is a practice. I do it all the time. I am constantly checking in with myself before I sit down to work. How am I feeling? Because my work is inevitably going to be better if I check in with myself and I give myself what I need. I will be able to focus better. I will be able to get more done. So this is also a practice that will give you the productivity, the focus that you need to really get what you want done in a way that you want to do this. And the reason this is so important is because if we ignore it, things happen that we just we just allow to just happen in our lives. We, we, we decide we don't want that control, right? That control of how we're feeling, that control of the ability to focus and to get things done. So an epilogue and sad example of this is that since 1994, there have been laws passed that threaten the balance of the natural ecosystem in states where the wolves were reintroduced, and the natural harmony is endangered again. So it's important to really pay attention, whether it's paying attention to what you love, right, which you cherish, paying attention to your natural rhythms, the human, right, which you also should love and cherish, And noticing when you're denying what you need to thrive. 
really ask yourself, like, what do you want? This may seem like a really tiny bit of attention, but it makes all the difference in creating harmony in your life and in the lives of those around you. Because let me tell you, when you do this, you are going to be nicer to the people around you. You are going to be more patient. You are going to be more kind. You're going to be more compassionate. (laughs) Just know that you will create shifts that go beyond just getting your work done. Now, you can go after really big, audacious goals and live in Thrive Mentality. My clients go after what they want because they learn the Thrive Mentality. They stop denying themselves what they need and they start asking for what they want. When they do, it leads them to naturally expand their practices, make more money, grow their confidence within their leadership at the firm, and more. When we harmonize with ourselves, things start to shift for us. If you are ready for that shift, work with me. Imagine how much different your life can be just six months from now by learning the skills you need to not just survive your law practice, but to thrive in it. You can start working with me at dinacataldo.com forward slash strategy session. This is so amazing when you really dig in and it's like such a tiny shift, right? But just asking yourself how you feel in your body, naming the emotion or even like starting with, I feel tense. I feel, I feel like my breath is shallow. You know, whatever it is, noticing and reconnecting and asking yourself for what you want, then giving it to you, giving it to yourself. Like when you do this practice, you start to change. So I really invite you to start making this shift and do what you need so that you can thrive. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and a very happy new year. All right, my friend, I will talk to you next week.